Thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we will bring you true and inspiring angel stories, as well as modern day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Today we're going to hear from Prophet Terry Bennett. Now Terry Bennett has heard from the Lord about this coronavirus and what we're going through now, how long it's going to last, and what's going to come next. In fact, he actually goes into what's going to happen over the next several years. I think you'll find it very interesting. And without further ado, here's Terry Bennett. On his latest broadcast. So I look at the 2020s and the difficulties. Let me say this. I'm going to talk about two different things here. There's what's going to happen in this nation. And then there's what's going to happen in the entire world. We're seeing in this little shaking what I would call what was shown to me to be a swell like not a wave but a swell of water it was not pointed like a wave would be pointed it was a swell and it had length across the top of the the swell of the water which means this that swell with that kind of length means that this is going to be a lengthy thing I'm not saying how long it already has been But it's not over. It's going to be lengthy. Following this swell was a small wave. It came and went quickly. Followed by another larger wave, about twice the size of the small wave, it too came and went quickly. Followed by a swell much larger than this one. That was from, in the vision, from, in the experience, from horizon to horizon. That means that its horizon is much larger than this present one, this present swell, much larger than those two small waves. But that large swell that I was shown is but a beginning of great difficulty. Now, the judgments of God, the scripture says this, are daily in the nations. This nation and other nations as well. Judgments in the house of God. I believe this being one of them. It's not all that this is, but it is a judgment in the house of God. It's more than that to the world, but it's also a judgment in the house of God. It is showing us to... How shakable. We thought, well, our economy is doing great. It's not shakable. Think again. These things could not happen. Think again. And this is a small one. Small swell. There are judgments in this nation that are coming over the next. I'm going to be 
rather specific, but not necessarily precise, but rather specific. There are nations that are, there are judgments that are coming to this nation over the next two to three years. And then, moving beyond that, in the 2020s, there are judgments coming to the nations. Now I'm looking at individual nations versus all nations for a moment. Individual nations versus all nations. Speaking of our own nation, there will be judgments in this nation of varying sizes. But I would say this to you, over the next two to three or so years, four years, they're not biblical type judgments. This is not a biblical type judgment. People may be saying that, but it's not true. And when a biblical type judgment arrives on the scene, we'll know the distinction. And they are coming. Hmm. That's my point. So we're going to have judgments in this nation over the next several years of varying degrees. It is certainly not the end. This is not the end. This is not even that that the Lord showed me years ago. I was thinking and listening to this the other day. My friend John Paul Jackson, who's with the Lord, prophesied 10 years ago, a little bit over that, of what would happen in 2020. And it is happening. Now, he caught a lot of flack. I was around him. Uh, we were good friends. And I was around him uh, in a corporate setting when people were directly challenging what he was saying and saying, oh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, it did happen. And it is happening. John Paul was extremely gracious in those moments. It shocked me. Because he was talking and was interrupted. But then, no, that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, it did. And it is. Hmm. That's not all that John Paul saw. This is not all that John Paul saw. He knew as I did. We, we conferred on a number of things because the Lord showed us some of the very same things. As he did with others. Sadhu. Out of India. Neville Johnson, who's now with the Lord. David Wilkerson and others. David Wilkerson talked about a pandemic coming to New York City. Some people thought, hey, he's a false prophet. What do you think about him now? Uh-huh. What do you think about David now? So many things that David Wilkerson was shown of the Lord has already come to pass. Yep. And some of the things are just in front of us. Anyway, my point is not to defend those guys. As I didn't know David Wilkerson personally. I know John, John Paul Jackson personally. And I know Sadhu personally. And I knew Neville personally. And others who spoke, uh, jo- uh, Bob Jones, and others who spoke of these things. No matter what you think about them personally, whether you know them or not, or all that you've heard about them, there were things said that I know of that have come to pass and more of it's coming. My point is this, though. Getting back to John Paul. John point, pinpointed... 2020 as a specific year when the things would start would start specifically that he was seeing he was being specific i'm dealing with the perfect storm now now it's coming out in the news calling in some of the things calling this the perfect storm i've read it 
Perhaps you have as well. John, John Paul's been gone for a few years, but uh, what God showed him is still happening. My friends, let me get to something in, before we end here. Let me say this clearly. If we have in this nation, America, two, three, four, five years, I would encourage you to not waste those years arguing as to what's coming and what's not coming. I would encourage you to inwardly let the Lord go deep and do His work. Listen to me, Church of America. Get out of your play mode and become sober. Get out of your fun-loving mode and become sober. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't ever have any fun, but I'm saying we're in a fun-loving play mode, and these should be sobering times. We are coming into sobering times. We're coming into difficult, more and more difficult times. Even going out beyond the two, three, or so years, in the years following the rest of the 2020s, it's going to get increasingly difficult in the 2020s. Increasingly difficult. Difficulties are going to be increasing. Difficult times will be in the 2020s. Very difficult times. We will begin to see in the latter part, hear me, in the latter part of the 2020s, we will see biblical type judgments in the nations, including America. We will see biblical type judgments in the nations, including America. I'm not talking about this year or next year or even the year after that. Hear what I'm saying. And I'm not being precise as much as I'm still somewhat being generally specific. But it's not a time to waste. We are going to have major... I saw this in that... that uh, swell that filled the horizon, I saw cars tumbling over in that swell, dealing with the auto industry. I saw planes crashing into that swell, dealing with the airline industry. I saw food, shown to me as bread, swirling. The Lord spoke directly to me, you're going to have major problems with food shortages. In this realm of supply and demand, demand is going to far outstrip supply. Can you hear that? Demand is going to far outstrip supply and the ability to supply. Please hear what I'm saying. Not only is there going to be a shortages of food, there's going to be a, a uh, difficulty in delivering, supplying that food. The Lord told me directly, if you were wise and if your government was wise, it would encourage farming again. My friends, I'm warning us. I've said some of this stuff before. Looking down the line, if we have three or four years, please don't waste them. Number one, first and foremost, is the inward issue. Our hearts right here. Receiving God's corrections, His instructions, His warnings, 
and not refusing his voice that is speaking to us even now. Heeding God's warnings, not out of fear, but out of obedience. But I will say this again. I've said it before. I guarantee you this. If you are prepared inwardly, if God leads you and however he leads you to prepare some outwardly, you will not regret that. But if you are unprepared, you will regret it. We'll be right back after this message. turn now to Terry Bennett, what he was showing about the coronavirus and what's to come in the next several years. I say that strongly, trying to emphasize the love of God in this, the care of God, God speaking. More and more shakings are coming. More and more shakings. We're seeing now just how shakable everything is. I would counsel us towards wisdom, not doctrinal delusion. Not my doctrines will save me. They will not. The Lord has always done these things. In the Bible, it is clear. And historically, it is clear. Difficulties have always come. Shakings have always come. All these things, even food supplies being hit. There's going to be, and I want to say this to us, there's going to be contamination come to our food supplies. That's not all. But contamination is coming to grains, to milk, to meat, contamination to vegetables, contamination. I'm not dealing with blight. I'm not dealing with other things right now. I'm talking on simple contamination. So, if you were to go back over 100 years ago, most of the people in this nation were raising their own food. Why is that such a terrible thing to say? That you might want to consider gardening if you can. Why is that harmful to us? Secondly, the price of food in those times, in those times, I'm not talking about immediately, but in those times are going to skyrocket. The price. You'll be thankful that you had some food that you're growing, that have food you're growing and that you set aside. You'll be thankful because of prices. Shortages will be of that nature. Prices will skyrocket. So, Things that seem so unshakable are actually quite shakable because the Lord has been abandoned by this nation for the most part. 
and the nations. So that's not 100%, but it's a large percent. Look at the condition of our nation. Look at where things are. We stand on the brink of a division in this nation that will, could be catastrophic and devastating to this nation. Division. Civil war type things. Civil unrest. This is a time for sobriety. This is a time for humbling ourselves. This is a time of seeking his face. This is a time of going wholeheartedly after the Lord. This is a time to get free of our besetting sin. This is not a time to play games. It's not a time to go back. It's not a time for frivolous activities dominating our entire life. A fun lovingness dominating our entire being. It's not that time. There's a need for sobriety in this. Need to hear the Lord. To hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. God give us a church in this hour that knows what the Spirit is saying. This is a time, Psalm 2 type of time, where yes, evil rulers and evil people are doing what they're doing. God's got one thing to say about all that in Psalm 2. Be wise, you rulers, your leaders. Kiss the son, lest he become angry and you be destroyed in your way. I'm not that majorly concerned about the people. I am concerned about what God is saying and what he's saying to me, what he's saying to his people. I'm concerned about what God is also doing in the judgment beginning at the house of God. And I need to understand what it is God would have us do, particularly in humbling ourselves and repenting and getting our eyes focused again upon the Lord and getting back in the fight, back in the conflict, back in the battle and back in the war to know the Lord and for people to get out to the Lord and the lost to see in that humility, to see us humbled before God, to see us no longer finger pointing at the world, but taking our own medicine from the Lord. How about that? Do not be like David and take time out of the battle, time out of the conflict, time out of the wars. No time for that. The giants are still there, even in our own hearts. Giants, by the way, get bigger when we believe they're not there, when we can't see them. But anyway, don't go on to the rooftop and take a time out. Wait on the Lord and allow his strength supernaturally to fill us. So, we're going to see things throughout the 2020 time frame become increasingly difficult. We are not in a time of major biblical type judgments yet, but they're coming even in the 2020s.
they're coming. We will recognize them quickly and easily when they arrive, I hope. If we have eyes to see and ears to hear, we will immediately recognize them. For some, it's going to be who are more deaf and blind, it's going to be a little more, bit more difficult. But even there, they will see in time. I want us to pray an ending, closing today. We're no longer in the morning time here. It's been a long message. I pray that it's been helpful to us. Practically speaking, and particularly spiritually speaking, helpful. I pray that we will not be driven by fear, and we surely will be, without the Lord being our internal, unmovable, unshakable foundation and rock. It is not fear that when we hear the Lord, we respond rightly, humbling ourselves. When we hear the Lord, we hear the warnings and take action accordingly and appropriately. That's not fear-driven. That's hearing what the Lord is saying. Those things, two things are getting mixed up in modernism now. You respond to what the Lord's saying and people don't like it because, you know, they don't like that you're getting ready and uh, they're not and they just want to believe that nothing's going to happen and that's easy. That's an easy out for them. But you're hearing that something is going to happen and you're responding accordingly. People look at you and say, you're in fear. No, actually, you're in faith and you're responding in obedience and heeding the warning. Let's be clear. It is fear Fear. One more time. It is fear that causes us to believe that nothing is coming. Fear. That is fear. It is fear that hides and covers up behind its doctrines, believing nothing bad is going to happen when the history of the world is screaming at us all the difficulties that have been in it. In the history of the scriptures, are equally screaming at us and all the difficulties there has been and will be. Wake up and become sober, sober-minded, and realize now is a time to listen, to humble ourselves, to repent, to take hold of the Lord and go deeper than ever before. Go deeper than ever before. That if we're going to waste our lives, let's waste it on the Lord. If we're going to waste our time, let's waste our time on the Lord and go deeper than ever before. And that's my prayer as we close this morning, Lord, that we go deeper than ever before. That you give us a burning fire, hunger, and thirst for the Lord himself. That, Lord, we receive you more than ever before. We believe and we receive. We believe and we receive you. That, Lord, you be an inward rock in us. That, Lord, the fear of God is greater than any other fear. That we are not driven by the fears of man or holding on to this life even. But, Lord, you are the life within us. And you are our comfort. You are our rest. You are our security. You are that to us. Though man slay us, 
we shall not fear. What can man do to us? They can kill our bodies, but they cannot destroy you and us. And so, Lord, we want to say this morning, be in us greater than what's happening in this world. Be in us greater than what's going to happen in this world. Greater than the intrigues of men, the fear of man, the plans of man, the schemes of man, the schemes of the devil. You, Lord, are greater. You sit in heaven and you laugh at what people are planning and what man and leaders of the nations are planning. You laugh at them <laughs> and you warn them. I thank you, Lord, that you're that powerful and that personal. Let us, your people, hear what you're saying. See what you're doing and ask you, do it in us, Lord. Finish your work in us and in the nations, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well. That's Terry Bennett's latest message for the next few years. I certainly pray this doesn't come to pass, but I do believe you and I can mitigate much of Terry's message through prayer. I'll be right back after this. Are you looking for a good quality used car, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Well, come into Rainy Used Cars. We have the largest selection in the Southeast. Whether you want a pickup or a quality SUV from mom, you'll find a variety of vehicles to choose from. We even finance. So come in today. You'll find a Rainy Used Cars located near you. Well, again, thanks for listening. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a like. We welcome any comments you may have as well as suggestions or recommendations for future stories. We ask you to subscribe so that you'll be notified of any future episodes. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. <laughs>